Welcome back to another episode of the Home Point Experience. This is your host, Justin Dion, and today we have two other of our hosts, Victor Guerrero and Zachary Vaughn, to the show today to discuss one of a, a roller coaster of a deal that we've recently closed on. Today we want to sit down and discuss this deal with you guys so we can show you guys the ins and outs of what happens in a real estate transaction. For this is someone, if you're new into real estate or if you've been experienced, this is something that's going to show you what you should expect and you can learn about how we navigated this deal to make sure it closed because every deal in real estate seems to be a roller coaster. So this should give you guys a good expectations going forward. So um, I kind of want to break down this deal from the very beginning and kind of just go through it all as as the transaction kind of went. So Victor Guerrero found this deal. So let's start off with you, Victor. Can you just tell us, you know, how you found this deal and really how the communication went and the transaction went at the beginning of the of the deal? Yeah, man. Uh, so again, thanks for having me. Uh, so. It was one night I was calling, uh, probably like 7.30 p.m., just making my calls for the night, and uh, I came across this homeowner. I gave her a call, and um, I was looking at the property on Zillow. I saw the history. Uh, it had been on the market previously. Gave her a call, and then um, when I asked her what she was planning to do with the property, she told me she'd been trying to sell the property for the last three years, uh, had no bites whatsoever. She had gotten some offers, but nothing nothing concrete for her to really make a decision. Yeah. Um, she was, she's an elderly woman, so she needed kind of like guidance in order to help her through the situation that she's going through. Um, unfortunately, she, she was under some uh, medical situations that were uh, impeding her from making moves towards moving, selling the property and moving to somewhere else that would benefit her situation. Uh, so I called her up. I told her um, what we could do for her, basically broke down. Uh, we could buy the property from her or and help her find a new place as well. Uh, and that was really um, what she needed. She just basically needed somebody to hold her hand through this whole process and help her out. And that's exactly what we did. So set up the appointment, went to go see her the next day. And um, yeah, well, well, let's get into it. Awesome, man. I love that. I love that. So let's take a step back real quick before we go forward, right? So uh, for those of uh, you guys that are listening, um, break down a little bit of what cold calling means and how did you go about that? And like, talk about a little bit about our ins and outs, how we operate our business uh, to get really good uh, success from cold calling. Yeah, so I think our number one strength is that we, we're a one-stop shop in terms of real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to do in terms of real estate, we have a solution for you. So whether it's a quick cash transaction, we can provide you with that. If you want to get top dollar for your property, we'll go ahead and list the property on the market for you. And um, yeah, so basically in this situation, what she was looking for was uh, one of those options. So she needed to go find another place and sell her house quickly. So through cold calling, I was just making my calls daily, you know, offering out these services to to the the homeowners that we call. And uh, she just so happened to be in that situation where she was looking to sell over the last three years. And finally, I got in contact with her and told her exactly how we could help her. Right. See, I feel like people have this kind of like uh, view on cold calling, but at the end of the day, like this person probably wouldn't have done anything without us reaching out to them. Right. But they needed to, they were in a situation where their house was in ruins. Like it was pretty much a teardown. And you know, at the end of the day, this house is going to be torn down. Um, And you know, they needed someone like us to step in there and really help them. And you know, some people have a bad rep on cold calling, but it really is the way that we we help this person out. Exactly. And that's, I think that's the other side of the coin there where it really is helping a lot of people what we do, which is, which is obviously awesome. Yeah. And especially uh, throughout COVID, obviously we can't, we got to maintain the social distancing. So uh, we found that cold calling was the best method to do it, to get in contact with these homeowners. And uh, 
there's nothing better than that that interaction with the homeowner. So obviously we couldn't go up to her and be in front of her, obviously because she had medical issues as well. So in that situation, cold calling just seemed uh, to be the perfect solution for that. Definitely, definitely. And she was open enough to meet with you. I mean, we have our website. She can look on, look us up. We're everywhere, which is awesome for exactly. us. So let's let's take a step ahead now. So you talked to her on the phone. You set the appointment. Um, you feel you, you talk to her about her needs and what she, what we can do to help her. Um, and then you set the appointment so that we can provide her possibly the solutions that we have for her. So you sat down with her. Uh, what solutions um, that, that we offered did you offer to her? We sat down with her. We were probably with her for a couple hours that night. Um, you know, probably a three-hour appointment. Yeah, it was <laughs> at, at least a three-hour Those are the good appointments. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she was great. I mean – like like Vic said, it was really just kind of um, she had some she had tried in the past, didn't have experience like didn't have a good experience with it, so she really preferred kind of going the cash offer route as opposed to the listing. Um, but the the beauty was she had been trying so long, and like Vic said, she had some medical issues. The real pain for the seller was that she couldn't keep up with the property anymore, um, which is a classic situation we look for as investors. So um, we kind of explored all her options. At first, she didn't know whether or not if she wanted to buy something, whether she wanted to rent something, or even if she wanted to move in with family. So we basically, you know, talked through all those options with her, went through, you know, what that would look like, what are the pros of it, what are the cons of it, um, and really just wanted, we, whenever we go on an appointment, we, we go there with the intention of being a resource for the client. Um, so we really just want to be a resource for her, um, answered all her questions, built great rapport with her and, uh, left the appointment and what, not even 10 minutes after being in the car, she called us back saying, Hey, I'm ready to move forward. Um, so at that point, uh, you know, it was great. We got the paperwork all signed. We got everything, um, kind of in place, got a plan and, uh, we kind of left it up to her, figure out which way she wanted to go because at the end of the day, you can't. You can't force your client into doing anything. So she came to her own decision, realizing that purchasing something was the best for her. So we looked, we went out, looked at a couple condos, and uh, even in this crazy market, we were able to get her um, a condo under asking, which was uh, perfect because a couple months after, I mean, condos are going 20, 30 grand over what we were able to secure it for. Um, so that was a huge benefit for uh, our seller there. Well, I think that's, that says a lot about like if you're a new investor or someone getting this game, it's super crucial to be able to provide options, even if that's not just yourself, right? So like if you're an investor or maybe even a wholesaler getting started in the game and you're going out to meet with homeowners, you want to be able to provide as many options as possible. And I think that's super crucial in the game. And I feel like a lot of people aren't doing that. Um, and if, if you don't want to be a realtor to offer the, the possibility to list your home, connect with a realtor. I'm sure hundreds of them in your area, if not thousands, would love for you to connect with them where you could be able to offer them a listing on the back end. Now, at the end of the day, it's not about what's good for you as an investor. That's how we look at it. And that's why I think we're going to have a lot of success going forward because it's really about your client and what's best for them. You know, we, we have appointments all the time where we sit down and we'll push something that's that's way against our best interest because it's in their best interest. You know, listing a home will get paid a lot less typically than us buying it. Um, but if it's in the best interest where the homeowner wants that route, we're going to push that. Even if they don't think that that is the best route, we're going to say, hey, listen, here here's the reasons why we think that's the best route. And nonetheless, 
here's all your options, here's all the solutions that we have for you. Now choose one that you want to choose, you know, and that's what we do. And I feel like that's been one of our strong suits. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I think that's one of our strengths is, you know, we, we try to make it a no pressure situation and just educate the consumer because most of the time, um, you know, people only do this a few times in their lifetime. So it's a very overwhelming and uh, you know, it can be a big process for some people, but just letting them know they have a friend there, someone that's going to be like covering their back the whole time, uh, not going to be pressuring them and just kind of like coaching them forward. That's huge. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's the difference between a professional and an amateur really at the end of the day. Like you can either go into this game and like, all right, I'm going in this probably for the reason why most people get into this to make money. Right. And that's just not the best mindset to have. That's going to only get you so far. So as soon as, once you get in this game and you start dealing with homeowners and you're going this route, you're going to learn quickly that it's not about you. And the more that you give, the more that you receive. So you got to put yourself in this mindset as like the client first always. And that, that's what we've learned. And, you know, that's just a little tidbit for anyone out there, I feel like. And, you know, it's working really well for us. Okay. So, so let's keep on going here. So you go to the appointment, you talked about our needs, you go over the solutions mm -hmm. and then she calls you 10 minutes later, you yep. know, says she wants to move forward on it, on uh, one of our things. That's awesome. Okay. So what option did she move forward with? She decided to move forward with the cash offer. Um, awesome. I, you know, the biggest thing was for her, she already had it listed on the market. She kind of knew what that experience was like and she didn't have the success from it. So she didn't want to go that route again, which makes total sense to me, makes sense to us. Um, but after that, you know, we got her, got her hooked up with the lender, started the pre-approval process. Um, that way we knew what her budget was for the type of property she could afford. And uh, we just went out looking at places. And, um, you know, fortunately, one of the first condos, we found a good deal and uh, she was willing to move quick on it. So uh, we ended up, we did the inspection, uh, had an informal inspection, brought a family member through um, because, you know, in this current market, a lot of people are waiving inspections, um, you know, just doing what they can to be competitive. And uh, the home, her relative was pumped with that she was finally getting out of the place. I mean, like Justin said, it really was a teardown that she was living in. It wasn't the best type of environment, uh, especially given her health issues. But this new environment was perfect for her. You know, she moved into a condo, whereas before she was in a single family, didn't have to, uh, you know, worry about the maintenance of the property, which was her biggest pain point. Um, you know, the place was prep pet friendly so she was able to bring her dog uh, which is the cutest little dog by the way and um, yeah just an overall great situation um, you know really an upgrade for her something you know she's a little older she's on fixed income so this was kind of right in that ballpark of what she'd be able to afford and basically securing her a place you know for the rest of her life really um, which is invaluable but it was you know the listing part was pretty smooth. I mean, you're a realtor too, so you kind of know the process. Um, you know, it makes a big difference when your clients are working with you as opposed to against you. So we were able, you know, she knew we were there working for her. So she took our advice, um, you know, went for it and ultimately was really happy in the end. I mean, she had been trying this for years and didn't think she was going to be ever able to move. And, uh, you know, Vic called her out of the blue and then we were able to uh, get her to the closing line. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great uh, breakdown of that. So like going back to like 
be able to provide those solutions, uh, even on the back end here. So like at the beginning, you go to the appointment, you have all these solutions for them. And then on the back end is like, you know, the other solutions is like, all right, so we're going to buy your home or list your home or, you know, cr- do some creative finance on a deal, uh, deal on your home. But then what's next for them? Mm-hmm. Where is that client going? Right. And that's the other side of the coin that you've got to solve for them because you're their resource at the end of the day. And that's what you were there to do. You, you were there to pick up the ball, help her get it, you know, get, get the, get the home sold at a really good price and then go over it and help her find her next place. Yeah. And I, you know, that's a big thing. I feel like a lot of agents or investors, if you're on one side or the other, that's where you kind of miss out on because like, if you're able to be kind of a hybrid, that's able to do both. You're able to provide those clients much more value. I mean, if we were just buying a house, we would have had to find someone else, help her move. And we wouldn't have been able to really line it up as well as we did because you know, we did a double closing. So back to back, um, you know, and that, that worked out well for her. I mean, otherwise, you know, there's a lot of factors and variables that you kind of add in there if you can't do it or if you don't have someone you trust that can do it. Um, so I think that's huge, you know, finding a partner, finding someone, um, you know, that can play both sides of it to help, you know, help you better serve your clients. Yeah, definitely. So Vic, I want to ask you this and I'll ask you the same question, Zach. Uh, why do you think that she chose us to go forward with? Like, what was the main reason? I think we're just very personable people. Yeah, we're right. going out there just to try to be a resource for these people. So that way they can come to us and we have a solution for whatever they need. So like you said, we, we broke down multiple options for her. It was whether she was going to go live, sell this place, go live with family, sell this place, go move into some senior living or sell this place and go find another place to live. So we broke that all down. She had some time to think about it and not 10 minutes later, she gives us a call back. She's like, all right, I want to sell this place and go find myself another place to live for the next however long. Yeah, I, I think a lot of um, investors that are in this game try to pressure the client into signing right there and then. And that's something that we, we chose that's not a good route for us. And I don't, because at the end of the day, like we said, we care about the consumer at the end of the day. And we feel like if we were on that back end, we wouldn't want to be pressured into that. And literally 10 minutes later, she gives you a call. And, you know, that's going to be more negative. You come in there and you're pushing, you're like, here's a contract, sign it right now versus like, here's your options. Give me a call when you're ready to do something. Right. And I think that's a huge thing. And exactly. Know, just being there as a resource for them. So what do you think was the, the main reason you think that was the same or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty similar. I think, um, you know, the biggest thing with her is that she felt comfortable with us. I mean, we spent the time up front, uh, you know, building the rapport with her you know, going over every single option she has, making sure she understood those options. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, she felt comfortable with us, you know, comfortable enough that she was able to make a decision, you know, not even a half hour after leaving the property, which is as a salesperson, that's, that's what you go for. That's what you're trying to do. So um, we, I mean, that appointment was um, a home run. I mean, we hit the nail on the head. It was you know, she was open to the discussion. We were there ready for the discussion. We did all our preparation work. We came prepared to the appointment, which definitely always helps. Um, but I think that's what, you know, won that deal at the end of the day was, you know, she was comfortable working with us and we provided all that value up front um, to make sure she was, you know, in the best position to win. 
Hundred percent, hundred percent. So now let's let's dive into the nitty gritty here. Like that all sounds great, lovely. We're able to really help this woman out, but every single deal in real estate is a roller coaster. There's very, very minimal. You probably get one a year. That's usually the saying. That is a smooth transaction with is not too many hiccups. Even then, you're probably going to get at least an extension where you don't close on the the proposed closing date. So it's always speed bumps throughout the way. Um, so let's 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 dive into those. So what what are some speed bumps in this transaction that really held us up? Well, um, I think the first speed bump, I mean, there, there weren't too many speed bumps till the end, to be honest. It was one of those transactions that was going too good to be true, <laughs> uh, which if you have those or if you're in the industry, you know how they end up. But um, it was, uh, we had to do one, in, one extension because the property that we were purchasing had tenants in there and they needed a little extra time to get out. They were also purchasing a place and... Uh, our seller was very easygoing, willing to accommodate. So uh, we allowed an extension there, and that was it. Was only like ten days or something. There's nothing crazy. Um, so that was kind of the first thing. Uh, you know, aside from that, there was um, you know a couple issues with the property that we were purchasing um, initially, but we were able to work those out. Uh, there was some mold in the bathroom that needed to be remediated. And uh, we ended up getting a better discount on it. To be honest, it wasn't wasn't really anything crazy. Just a bathroom without a fan, but it worked out worked out for the client at the end of the day, which is what's important. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, th I think the other hiccups we had, we did have to do uh, another extension. I'll let you kind of get into um, some of the other the other hiccups that happened. Yeah, hundred percent. So essentially, for this one, we we brought in a partner to to buy this property essentially, and our their our collective uh, lender fell through at the last literally. I think it was twenty four hours before closing. So essentially, our money to buy the client's property fell apart within twenty four hours before closing. So. Obviously, that's pretty crazy. It was it was because that uh, that lender had a family member that passed away, which is completely understandable. And we weren't, you know, obviously stuff happens. It's life. So, what do you do in these situations? You gotta you gotta you gotta scramble, figure out a solution. So we, me, me, Zach, and Vic, we picked up our phone, went through our whole database, calling every single person we know that has money, essentially, that could help us buy this house because we're so far into this deal that we have to find a solution. We can't not. You know, if we don't buy this house in the next 24, 48 hours, this whole deal falls apart. The home that she's buying, they're probably going to go back on market because they're not going to want to wait around for us. They think we're playing games. And then, um, you know, the, the the homeowner for this this deal is all packed up. She's in her truck. She's ready to go because we're, again, double closing this. So it's simultaneously where she sells her home and then buys the next one, which means at the time of closing, she needs to be completely out of there. All of her stuff and everything, we need to be able to do a final walkthrough, make sure there's no extra damage that was done and make sure everything's actually removed as stated um, so this is this is obviously she's all packed up she's ready to go essentially so we have to find a solution we're scrambling 24 hours for closing this was dropped on us we thought we were good to go clear to close everything was smooth so we picked up our phones and started dialing figuring out every single person that we could and we actually contacted uh, one of my good friends um, that's that's a lender at uh, a better mortgage I think that's what a it better is. funding a better funding and um shout out jim yeah and eric <laughs> yeah yeah jim and eric um what's jim's last name you know uh fugari jim fugari and eric uh, i don't know eric's last name i'll try to throw it in the notes somewhere though uh, oh eric perry yep he was the one that uh that helped us out with that and we contacted them um and within 48 hours 
fresh talking to them, they were able to get the funding needed to close on this, which is like to me in this game unheard of. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they were able to do that because we had everything ready. The title was already run. All the documents are ready. All they had to do was get some funding sent to them, a small you know, down payment and whatnot, and just a couple of paperwork sent to them so they can run it, do some underwriting quickly, and get it done. But realistically, like in the, in the game of real estate, it's very, very unlikely that you can close in that amount of time, even with cash. Even with cash. And the reason for that is you need time to do all those things. You need time to run title. You need time to, to um, get all the documents in order. So even if you have cash, you still can't close in like 24 hours. Like, you know, if people say they can, like, I don't, I don't know how they can. But in this deal, like, luckily, we're able to close in 48-hour time frame from we lost lender, picked up the new lender, and closed. And honestly, they were ready within 24 to 30 hours. Uh, the only reason that it wasn't was because one of our other partners wasn't ready either. So... It all worked out at the end of the day. We had just one more extension for one more day, which is absolutely incredible. And like, I give us all pats on the back for that one because that was, you know, it's 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 unlikely that that was going to happen. We the lender fell apart. We're like, okay, this is at least a week back, if not way more. So um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, it felt like doing brain surgery in real estate. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, but everyone came together and uh, pulled it off. And I mean. You know, um, the seller was at the closing table, and uh, I couldn't even make the close. And we did a dry close in one day. And I went, and we had the uh, the lenders inspector come out do the property. I mean, this was we're talking about 24 hours. Everyone came together, and uh, you know, really, really made it happen, which was incredible. And the seller ended up getting a move. Um, you know, the only other hiccup I think we forgot is this never happens, but. Uh, I had, we were able to get the client in there a little early to clean the rugs and uh, the rug cleaners never showed. So we sat there for a couple hours. But um, aside from that, I mean, once we uh, handled the lending situation, everyone, everyone was happy, um, which was huge. Yeah. And it was also great. We were able to help her out just because of that one day extension. She already had all her furniture, all her stuff in moving trucks. So we were able to put her in a hotel, nice hotel for the night, let her relax before this big move. Yep, yep, exactly. And I think the main reason why we were able to get that funding so quickly was because the communication between everyone was great. And that is probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in real estate and closing big deals is you need great communication between everybody involved. You need the attorneys with good communication, you need the lenders with good communication, everybody involved, the homeowners, the buyers, mm-hmm. everybody has to be in good communication. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to close in that time frame at all by any means. It just wouldn't work. Because, you know, you're trying to reach out to one person, they're not getting back to you for five hours and you're getting back to another person and it's just taking too long. But with this, you know, our lender, literally, he was going a thousand miles an hour and he was like, he first thing he said was, well, I'm going to get this done, but you got to be by your phone. If I call you, you answer. And he said that to every single person he talked to and every single person answered. And that's the main reason we were able to get it done, in my opinion. Um, you know, the other, the last pitfall that we didn't mention was, so we got the setback. The closing was set for Thursday, ended up closing on Friday. Um, so how it works is once you close on a property, you go to the title company or the attorney's office, you sign your paperwork. Zach said he did a dry closing. And what that means is you sign the paperwork prior to closing on it. And then once funding is available, you just sign like the last thing or it's just already done. Essentially money is just transferred. Uh, and that's what a dry closing, wet closing is in person. So typically you go to closing office, you fill out all the paperwork and then the attorneys take that paperwork. And I think they bring it down to the town hall or virtually bring it down yeah, to the town hall. file system that uh, sends it to the registry of deeds. Um, and the registry, you know, as some of you guys know, isn't open all day. I mean, it closes at, I think, 4.30 for some of them, and yep. some other ones are 4 o'clock. So you got 
kind of limited time to get all this stuff done. And, and most attorneys have, you know, especially on a Friday, five, six closings that day. You know, they're in the office all day just filling up paperwork with clients, um, even up with 10 clients probably per, per a Friday. So they're, they're at the very end of their day trying to get in all this paperwork, trying to get everything on record. So luckily for the buy, we're able to get on record on Friday. But for their purchase, the owner's purchase of her property, she wasn't able to get on, on record until Monday. So what does that mean? That means she has all of her stuff in the truck and she's not allowed to move into this property until Monday. So she has to probably stay at a hotel for you know the weekend, and the moving company obviously they were already scheduled to clo- to move everything in, so they're going to charge her for holding the the, the stuff and then moving mm-hmm. again on the next day. So obviously there's a lot more fees and things that are you know obviously headaches for the client here, the the homeowner that was also the client in buying. So what 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 did we do to help um, you know remediate yeah. that? Yeah. So when, whenever we go out on these appointments, I mean we really pride ourselves and really taking care of these customers. I think Vic mentioned at the beginning, like someone that's going to hold your hand. And, uh, you know, Joan called me Friday, bawling her eyes out, you know, that or she wasn't able to move. And, um, you know, I was like, spoke to the seller. I was like, you know, I, I know this isn't ideal. Like this is, this is kind of nightmare stuff. We try to avoid this as best we can, but sometimes things happen. But, uh, you know, I talked to Vic, talked to Justin and, uh, we all we all love the seller. I mean, she's a sweetheart, and uh, had no problem just paying paying the moving fees, covering her hotels, and uh, just making making sure she's comfortable. I mean, nobody wants to be in that situation. Um, you know, whether you're a regular homeowner or you know an agent or an investor, nobody wants to be in that situation. So we did what we could to alleviate her pain. You know, make sure she was comfortable, and then uh, Monday morning, just moving into the new place, happy as can be. Forget about. Forget about all the bad stuff. Just super thankful. I mean, she's been trying to sell her place and get out of there for three years. And she even said that to me. She's like, I can't believe you guys made this happen. Like, you guys are miracle workers. And it's just because we're able to play both sides and, you know, really look out for her best interests and deliver what we promised to her. Um, and it was, uh, it was great. It was great. There's no other way to describe it really. Yeah. I mean like we didn't have to do that, right? We didn't have to like, oh, yeah. you know, like that was out of our control. The reason why that got sent back from, you know, her moving in on Friday and her moving on a Monday wasn't our fault by any means. But although, you know, we take care of our clients inside and out. And if we say we're working with someone, we're working with them to the end, no matter what. So if something comes up where it's a, you know, a couple thousand dollars or whatever, how much it was, a couple hundred dollars, um, you know, we're, we're able to cover that if necessary. And if we're, we're able to, for sure. I mean, you know, we're at the end of the day that we're here there to help the client. And, you know, we understand that we're young and we're going to be in this business for the next 20, 30, 40 years. So the only way we do that is if we do business right. And if we treat this client right, you know, maybe show her first to someone else. And, you know, if you're an investor, wholesaler, anyone out there, real estate agent, like this is important. You got to treat your clients right and you got to take care of them because they're going to take care of you. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, she's already trying to refer the whole family to us. (laughs) So, I mean, it's great. It's what it's like what Justin said. That's what we want and that's what we look for. And, uh, you know, to hear that, you know, her trying to refer everyone, I mean, that means we did our job. So, yeah, if you're someone new into this business, like, you know, you're, you're like struggling to get your first deal and then you finally get your first deal treat that client right because that one deal could turn to 10 deals right and those 10 deals could turn to 100 and it can snowball and that's what it's all about and like you know you're you're struggling to get traction you're struggling to get some consistency this is how you treat your clients right you do right by them and they'll do right by you so um yeah anything else you guys want to you want to 
pick on for this deal? I think we kind of covered all of it. Yeah, I think just going off of what you said there, I think you know it's important to treat the clients right, but it's also important to make sure everyone else involved is treating right too. I mean, um, that would have never happened if we hadn't met Jim and Eric. Um, you know, our partners, they were very understanding. They were open. We made sure they were happy. Um, at, you know, working with the attorneys, I mean, shout out to our attorney, Megan. She went above and beyond on this. Yep. Megan um, Grinnell. Yep. She's awesome. She's our Lord and Savior, essentially. She's she's a godsend for us because she, she's our attorney and she makes deals happen for us too. With Like, again, without a good attorney, good people by your side, a good team, essentially. Good team, yeah. You're just not going to – and, like, that's what works well for us as well because we have these different counterparts in our company. You know, Vic is doing the outreach. You know, Zach's going in there and taking over and, 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 and providing those solutions. And I, I work a lot on the disposition and selling the deals and making sure the systems all run – you know, appropriately. And we have a bunch of other people on the team too that have all different jobs throughout the company. And, you know, like either one of us could have went ahead and sat down and said, all right, I'm going to go become a real estate investor and dive into that by themselves. But at the end of the day, you know, having a good team as a real estate investor with, with uh, attorneys, lenders, and all that, it's also good to have a team internally, you know, have, you know, realtors in, in your circle, um, having creative financing people in your circle, or if not building your own team like we'd have. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it says a lot about, you know, where we're at and where we're going to. So. Absolutely. Yeah, just real quick, I want to say that her being as happy as can be moved into her, her new forever home is what made it all worth it. Right. Yeah, this deal, we were able to help her out. It was pretty stress-free up until the last 48 hours, but that's her being as happy as she is and is worth all the stress that we had to go through. I would agree. I think like the real intrinsic value for us, like, yes, we got some good money off this, but that's not the real intrinsic value is really helping her out. And I think at the end of the day, like you get in this business and you do it for probably a couple of reasons, your why, right? And a lot of it has to do with getting money because money's good, a tool to get you where you want to get. But at the end of the day, you start getting into it and you're either going to fall in love with helping the clients or you're not. And then if you're not, this business isn't going to be for you very long. And, um, you know, once you start falling in love with really helping the clients, like that's where the real value comes from. You feel it inside that you're really doing a good thing. And I think that's what, you know, does it for all of us too at the end of the day, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. If, if you're just chasing the money, it's never going to end. It's, you're right. always going to be chasing it. So you got to find your why and make that, I mean, for me, at least it's that feeling of helping somebody out in a stressful situation. Yep. And we were able to do that. Especially with, you know, you doing the cold calling, like, you know, if you're out there doing cold calling, I respect you because that's a hard thing to do every day. Wake up every morning, you're calling for three hours, four hours, five hours, you're getting the phone slammed on you, you're, you're getting told all these slurs and you know, you're getting yelled at and stuff. And it, it's just a it's a drooling work. It's a lot of work to do and it, it takes a toll on you. But if you understand your reasons behind it, and it can't just be money because that's not gonna drive you forever. You need some bigger whys there. Um, and you know, helping the client, I'm telling you, is a good why. It's gonna keep you going because you know if you if your thoughts, your mentality going into calling is like, that person on the other side of the phone needs my help. They need me. And some of them do, like this client, like she needed their help. It's not like she didn't. It's not like we called her and we pushed her into something and we made her sell and we threw her on the streets. No, she needed us to call her and contact her and help her. And if you keep that mentality, that's going to keep you going through all your cold calls. And cold calling works. It definitely works. It worked for us uh, many times. And, you know, if you're doing it, it's going to work for you. You just got to keep on it and make sure your, men your mentality is straight because that's where it all starts. And that's what's going to keep you going at the end of the day. Yeah, the best thing you can do if you're just getting started is cold call. I mean, it, there's nothing like it. It makes you more professional, gets you more comfortable interacting with people, and it's by far the best way to find deals, at least in our market. Um, you know, and the funny thing about cold calling is 
so many of these people, they need someone to help them take action. And that call, that starts the fire in their mind. It gets them thinking like, hey, like, you know, maybe I do want to do something like this. Maybe I am ready to sell my home or, you know, try and move someplace different, big life change, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people get comfortable in their situations. We're creatures of habit. So once we're like, you know, once you live in somewhere, you get comfortable and you're like, okay, I don't, I want to move. I want to get out of here. I want to get a bigger house. I want to move out of state. Uh, I want to get a smaller house, whatever it is. Um, but then they just get too comfortable and there's no one there pushing them. So they just stay there. Right. Even if it's not a good situation, like this house wasn't really livable. You know, like I said, this is a teardown. Yeah. It's, it's probably wasn't the best place to live. We got her moved out into a nice property. That's very, very clean, very nice. And, you know, she's very comfortable there. And, you know, if it wasn't for us, you know, she probably wouldn't have done that. You know, she would have just kept thinking on it and not doing it and not taking that action. And luckily we were there able to contact her and, and really get her in that situation. We took care of everything for her. We really did everything A to Z. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's hard to find people that take care of A to Z. And that's, uh, that says a lot about where we're going. Yep. One stop shop, just like they said. <laughs> yep. Whatever you need, we got it. And uh, we're just here to provide you with that information in order for you to make that informed decision. So. No obligations here. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, and if, if you guys are out there listening, if you are a homeowner or you know someone that would be interested in our services, you know, reach out. You know, Go to our website, selltohomepoint.com. Super easy to find. You can fill out your information. We could give you a free consultation. Uh, and if you're an investor or a wholesaler or agent, you know, keep sticking on with our podcast. Keep listening to these. You can find us on Spotify or YouTube. And then we take our small clips and chop them up and throw them on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Pretty much everywhere you can find us at Sell to Home Point. So there we are, guys. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Home Point Experience. This is your host, Justin. Thank you for having us, Zach. Victor, thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you, guys, again, for listening to another episode. Until next time.